We have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Are you a broken vessel, weighted down with discouragement, illness, or perhaps a disability? Well, take heart. Whatever your burden may be, God offers treasures that will transform your life. Hello, dear listeners. You're listening to Broken Vessels, Hidden Treasures. And here are your hosts, Paul and Tabitha Norris. Have you ever felt uncomfortable watching advertisements? People in ads seem so perfect. They're in great shape, flawless looks, and have everything they could ever wish for in life. However, as Christians, we know God's definition of beauty and worth are complete opposites of what the world has to say about it. More than outward circumstances or appearances, our Lord is most interested in our hearts. He tells us our worth is in belonging to Him. We are His masterpiece, and we're complete because of Christ. On today's episode, we're looking forward to getting deeper insight on this subject from our special guest, wife, mother of two, and writer, Courtney Westlake. Courtney, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks so much for having me. We have recently read your book, A Different Beautiful, and we could hardly put it down. So oh, we're, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we're excited to hear what makes this subject of beautiful personal to you. Tell us your story. Uh, well, uh, my husband and I, Evan is his name. We've been married almost 12 years now, and we have two kids. Connor just turned 10, and um, Brenna is almost 8, and... Um, She was born um, in December 2011, and I went into labor four weeks early, and it was pretty clear right when she was born that something was wrong. The medical staff um, was very panicky, and I wasn't sure what was going on, and eventually we were given the diagnosis that she had a very rare and very severe skin disorder. It's called Harlequin ichthyosis. And there are about 28 different kinds of ichthyosis. Hers is the most severe. Um, it's a genetic skin disorder. And it it greatly impacts every part of our life. She was very critical for pretty much the first year of her life. She was in and out of the hospital, multiple surgeries. And um, there were just many times that we thought we might lose her. And, and she is with us today. She's thriving. Um, she's in second grade. And um, we just give all the thanks to God for that. Harlequin ichthyosis is not a condition we often hear about. As you said, it's pretty rare. Uh, Would you describe how it impacts your daughter's health and day-to-day activities? Sure. Um, Brenna requires a long daily bath um, where her body can soak up the water because she gets very dry. And then we exfoliate all the extra skin that her body produces Um, over the day. So her condition means that her skin, uh, her body overproduces skin. So it makes skin about 10 times faster than we do. And she can't shed that quickly enough. So um, she looks like she has a pretty terrible sunburn all over her body. And it's affected a lot of her physical appearance. She doesn't have very much hair. Um, Her fingers and toes are shortened and um, her skin can get really restrictive. So she is often behind on motor development um, as compared to her her peers. So aside from her bath every day, um, which takes about an hour, 
we also have to um, put a really thick lotion. We use Aquaphor um, all over her body about four or five times a day. So that just keeps her skin um, moist enough that she can move and feel comfortable. And and then there are just other aspects of her condition that affect daily life. Most notably, she can't sweat. So um, that makes it really hard <laughs> to be outside and in um, temperatures that in the summer, especially. So we've just figured out ways to work around that and um, give her, you know, the best life that, that we can. In what ways have those challenges changed your perspective on life and strengthened your faith? Wow. I would say in about every, every way, um, what, what I feel like that we've really learned is that trials and challenges are opportunities to glorify God. Um, We've really, since Brenna's birth and, and the challenges that we've had and the, um, the times of fear that, that we were afraid for her health and her life, um, we have found such a sense of peace and strength when we are able to turn to God in those times. Um, and, and I think it's really been evident that God is working through her just like he's working through all of us and in each of our unique stories to bring people closer to him mm-hmm. and to, and to show people his goodness. Um, and I, I think one of the first times that became um, very apparent to me was just a few days after her birth, uh, one of Evan's cousins approached us and he said, you know, I haven't talked to God in, in years, but I've been praying for Brenna. And, and just hearing that was, so emotional for me, just knowing that even just a couple days old, she was already bringing people closer to God. Oh, praise the Lord. It We are never ceased to be amazed how God can take adversities like that and turn them into such blessings. Yes, it's, it's really amazing. Well, we want to talk to you for a minute about children. Children are naturally very curious whether yes. whether they have a classmate with muscular dystrophy or someone in church who's on the autism spectrum, kids are going to have questions about the disabilities they see. Being prepared to address their reactions and questions tactfully and honestly is so important. What advice would you offer to parents who want to teach their children to respect and appreciate physical differences? Well, I would, I would say that first of all, it starts in our home and it starts with us as parents. Um, And, and I think what our, probably our ultimate goal is just to help our kids realize that one differences are everywhere. We are all different in all kinds of ways. We all look very different, feel very different and act very different. Um, but people are people and we are all created in God's image. So I think um, what parents really need to do is, is help their kids recognize the humanity in everyone, despite our differences. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I always say kindness before curiosity or connection before curiosity, because like you said, we're, we're all curious. Um, kids just don't have that filter not right. to ask questions. <laughs> um, but but kindness comes before curiosity. Like we don't need to know why 
someone looks the way they do or acts the way they do just to, to be nice and respectful. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I always say, you know, there's no normal or perfect. And so I don't want people to assume that Brenna's the different one, quote unquote, simply because uh, her appearance is different. And I think, you know, as parents, there's a lot of things that we can do to help our kids recognize this. Um, everything from, you know, taking them different places where they will see a whole bunch of different kinds of people, um, talking to them about it consistently. It's, you know, it's an ongoing conversation, you know, modeling that respect to others Mm. and especially reading to them. Reading is just one of the most wonderful ways that we can get inside other people's lives and feelings and, and learn about so many things that we don't need to have firsthand experiences about. Excellent advice. Thank you. One of the treasures we've taken away from exploring your blog, Live a Different Beautiful, and from your books is the comfort that God sees the heart. Knowing that God's delight is not in the strength of our physical bodies or our outward appearance, how can we, as believers, develop a life that is beautiful and pleasing to Him? I would say the two things that have been really helpful to me um, have been prayer and staying in the word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really easy to be consumed with the culture around us, which, as you said, you know, in the beginning is, is completely counter to what the Bible says and is not the way that God wants us to live. I would say that, you know, beauty is found not in what we're looking at, but rather what we choose to see. And when we can strive to see everything as God sees it, as good, um, to see people as created in his image, then that's when we can really let our hearts be molded by, um, by the the way that he wants to mold them. I I love the Bible verse, John nine, in the very beginning, um, his disciples, they saw a blind man and they asked him who sinned this man or his parents that he was born blind. And Jesus said it wasn't that he sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. And and I love that. Uh, I've clung to that many times because um, you can truly understand that the way that God works through things that we might deem wrong or different or not beautiful, not beautiful, and um, and and show the world His goodness and His sovereignty and his love for all of us Mm. well courtney it's been such a pleasure visiting with you today your testimony is a very powerful reminder to focus on the things that are of eternal value and we want to thank you just for sharing your journey and your experience with all of us thank you so much i've been so touched by your journey as well and it's just wonderful of you to share that with the world too Thanks for tuning in today to Broken Vessels, Hidden Treasures. It is our hope and prayer that you will find the grace and goodness of God even in trials. We'd love to hear from you, and your feedback is important to us. You can reach out to Paul and Tabitha with comments, questions, or to share an episode with a friend in need through our website at bvhtministries.org.